and welcome to the Debrief Podcast. Efficient, quick, assertive. It's coming at you. This is assertive. I'm an assertive person. Welcome. So am I. Yes. My name is Tessa. I absolutely know what I'm doing. I'm Stevie. I'm assertive without being as mean as Tessa. I wasn't being mean. I was just asserting myself confidently. Which is why we're doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. Today's podcast is about how to be more assertive. Are you assertive, Tessa? No. (laughs) (laughs) You can be. I think it's that's too big a question. I can't answer it. I think sometimes you are, sometimes you're not, just like everyone. Yes. I'm certainly more assertive than I used to be. When I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, yes, yes, whatever. Whereas now I'd be like, no, thank you, that's not enough money. I would like some more money, for example. Okay, here's a good question. When someone says, hey, do you want to meet up? Um, should we go for dinner? Where would you like to go? Ah, do you go here and here and I've booked it? Or are you like, I don't know. So I literally wrote... sounds indecisive. No, I just wrote an... It is unassertive. I wrote a note to myself because it was on a article I'd been reading about assertiveness that that is my nightmare. Mine too. When someone says, hey, should we go for dinner? And I just like, I just clamper and I just hope to God they go, oh, I've got a good idea. I've started just saying wagamamas and I don't really (laughs) like it. That's mad. I know. Like, I know what I should do is know some areas, look things up, like be confident. But the thought of like, leading the group to dinner yes, is that's the my thing. nightmare. Because it's not indecisiveness, is it? It's a fear of being wrong. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when someone suggests somewhere to eat, because obviously me and Tessa just go out to eat all the time, that's what it sounds like, but if someone's just, even just what to eat, and yeah. it turns out to be not the ideal for you or everyone else, at no point do I go, well, it was your fault. I'm just like, well, that, no one, that couldn't be helped. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and I've, a lot of these sort of psychology things talk about how when you do that, you place the blame. If there is to be blame, mm. you place it immediately onto somebody else. Yes. So in saying like, oh, you choose, anything is fine. Even if it is bad, you're so much rather that it was bad, but you weren't the one in trouble. That's tr- you coward, right? It's a cowardly thing that you oh. would, it's, and possibly as a child, whatever, like you have a real fear of being in trouble. That's true, I do. I do too. I probably got told off like twice in school and both times it was like the world had ended. Yeah. And I, I essentially, I mean, I'm just short of being taken to hospital. I'm so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's the worst thing you can imagine. So yeah. therefore, you, you would rather the evening went badly, but it wasn't your fault, even though no one ever really tells anybody off that the dinner choice was bad. No, people may make snarky comments, though, and then that's... But, but then, it's all about the fault of the restaurant, or... Yeah, it's it'll be... It's never one person's fault for yeah. making a decision. That is... that Discovering that about myself in the last 30 seconds is huge, because that is a real fault of mine. Mm. And even in a... Even, someone saying, what are you doing for this? And I say, oh, what are you, I'll say, what are you doing? Yeah, same. That could also feed into, if you've listened to any previous podcast episodes, you may know Tessa's um, attitude towards parties. A party is all on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. So that probably makes sense. That checks out. That actually, that's why you're probably so stressed about parties because it's like, well, now it is down to me. If the if the party's rubbish, the it's my fault. It's my fault. And everyone will be like, oh, Tessa's a crap party. But that obviously no one does. No because- one ever does that. And yet you like just you just consume all that blame. Definitely, I know lots of people in my family who say at the dinner table, like in a restaurant, what are you having? Yeah. And I say like, I haven't thought yet. And it makes me furious when they do it. And yet I yes. 100% 
do it to other people and I want to know what everyone else is doing and I don't want to be the one who make any choices and I would just never ever be like this is where we're going I've put the table for seven like I wouldn't wouldn't dream of doing it whereas I know loads of people who do it and I love that they are that sort of person yes because it makes it easier to be the sort of person that we are which is the back seat not that sort of person yeah just like I'll be in the back seat being a fan rather than like driving the car and deciding where it's going I think you pretend that you're just like an easygoing person but it's not, is it? Oh my God, this is enormous for me. Oh, wow. We haven't even got into it yet. <laughs> I just sort of casually mentioned one aspect. Well, the restaurant thing had come up and that had not occurred to me as an assertiveness thing because assertiveness to me is like, would you, uh, do you stand up for yourself in the workplace? Would you say if you had got bad service or you hadn't been given something or you'd been yes, given the Yes, I think role? it does. But I think as with everything we've ever done for the, for the podcast, you suddenly go, oh God, it's not just that. It's, it's so, not much just that. so much like more. Like last week's houseplants. It was so much more than that. <laughs> if everyone recalls that seminal award-winning episode <laughs> i gave it an award um, um, yes okay there's a lot to unpack but before we unpack let's let's just get our adult things out of the way so we can dive start on in getting assertive that was a bit of assertive from me there very um, assertive thank you um, uh, stevie what adult thing have you done this week very assertive from you tessa so assertive from me well it's i turned to a war zone it's gonna be awful <laughs> we end up both dead my adult thing isn't necessarily anything i've done but it's something that i've found out about that i'm going to start doing there is an app that i've been put onto called chip and chip is a saving app and it is fully like private so it works with your bank account there's like a list of banks that it works with it's pretty much all the banks unless you're with like i don't know I'm, i was going to come up with a name for a bank that doesn't exist but i, I don't it's have hard, the capacity J- january is a hard month you basically sync it with your bank it every few days the algorithm calculates based on what you're spending and getting in terms of money it calculates exactly how much you can afford to save without really missing the money and then it puts that automatically into a chip savings account. Oh, it does it already? Yes. Oh, wow. So you obviously, it's, it's not like, well, once it's going, that's the end of that. Like, you, you have control over it. Mm. But each week it will, um, from what I can see, because uh, I haven't started it yet, but it looks like it changes the amount depending on your financial situation. Amazing. So it's sort of the way to save without having to like put you know this amount every month because sometimes especially good if you're not someone who has a a, re- a steady job and um, because your stuff will be your money will be all over the place and you won't know how much to save but also mm. great if you do have a regular job because then it will just regularly save stuff for you so that was my adult thing that i've downloaded it and i've also done a lot of reading about it and it is fully safe and it's protect your all your details are protected using a 256 bit encryption and chip doesn't store your data it doesn't share it with, with um, anyone um, and you have control you can stop chip for saving for you and then you literally just um, press pause or you can like resume saving and then it'll keep going wonderful isn't it great that i think i think it's the new monzo card guys as in the thing that everyone has and if you don't have monzo you know someone who does it's that very bright card that people keep going oh i haven't talked about my monzo whenever they go to anywhere and then when they even though they <sighs> have <laughs> anyone says they need money someone says oh have you got monzo and then they say and then they say yes and then it takes four hours to, to do anything to monzo between each other and they go yeah but it's great because you can see what you've bought and you're like yes i have that it's called my banking app and looking at my bank balance <laughs> anyway we don't have Monzo cards, so... <laughs> I tried it and I couldn't be bothered. Um, Tessa, I what's your adult thing? I have one. You, t- you didn't try it and you hate it. Uh, I feel absolutely nothing. <laughs> sure. Feel, I feel no emotion towards Monzo. Uh, mine is that I took everything back before the January uh, receipt thing expired. All the stuff that oh, I have... Oh, that yeah. is good. 
Yeah, there was a more that you got an extended the Christmas the festive period had an extended returns policy. Oh, over twenty eight days. Then. Yes, no and way. you got everything, but I got everything back that you know didn't fit or that I recklessly purchased presents. Yes, the things I bought that at home were mad. I understand. I took them all back and I kept all the receipts. That's really good. And the fact that I could found all the receipts, I was like, who did this? Yes, I love that feeling. What wizard placed this receipt here? But it was me in the past and I was absolutely thrilled about it. And I, I took them all back. It's so nice so I feel like it was you can, in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look in your bank statement and you're like, oh, bloody hell. Made some, it feels like free money. Good, made some good money here. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Primark pay me? Maybe. Because <laughs> I'm feeling an absolute church mouse at the moment. Church mouse, that's an interesting phrase. Meaning poor. Poor as a church mouse. Yeah. I've never heard that phrase, but it feels like that's the thing. But I believe it. I believe it. I don't think church, church mouses have much money. No, they don't. <laughs> Famously. So I feel poor as a church mouse at the okay. moment. Yeah, same. I think everyone does. We're all feeling it. Yes, absolutely. Um, which is why I'll just come back to Chip. No. Um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on to... Um, Stevie's, Stevie's got to run in with some bad people. Yeah, hashtag She's... spawn. Uh, hashtag Russia. Hashtag Russia are after me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, also that wasn't sponsored either. Cheapest I literally just currency. Don't use it. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. We. I don't know. It's, it, no, it's, it sounds marvelous. It's just something that a lot of people have um, uh, recommended to me, and I've decided to take that, take them up on it. But great to be doing any kind of saving up at all. Yeah, any sort of saving. I just think it's like whenever you go to the gym, you're like. I am one of those people that saves. I am one of those people that just makes you feel good. Um, assertiveness. I mean, it's already been a bit of a, what's the word, uh, minefield already. Certainly. Because um, it's not, yeah, you you think assertiveness, I immediately think of, yeah, workplace. Yeah. Um, saying like, no, actually, that's not acceptable in like a very loud voice. Or when you're a bit younger, sometimes it's like, um, no, I don't want those drugs, friends. Mm. Cool. No, I won't have that cigarette. That takes 15 minutes off my life with every puff. That sort of thing. Stuff. Yes. But actually, yeah, it's a lot more insidious than that. So it can be just opting out of making any decisions that affect anyone else, which maybe will mean opting out of making decisions for yourself. Have you ever had that? Yes, I, I think so. And I think that thing of um, you're just so desperate for somebody to tell you what you'd be good at or what you should do is exactly the same thing as like not wanting to have to be in control of any of the decisions. Exactly no like, wants, like the restaurant. No one, yeah, exactly like the restaurant. Nobody wants to be driving the wagon. You no. just want someone else to drive for God's sake and tell you what you should be doing and where you should be going. And, and that person is assertive because they're like <laughs> asserting themselves on you. So good for them. But it doesn't really help you become assertive. So it's not just about being in a boardroom which is the crucial thing. Um, and I think, yeah, if, if you're listening like, well, I'm not in a boardroom, you're like, great, because actually assertiveness will be affecting your life yeah. in some way. I think this dinner example, while a very sort of microcosm of a much, much bigger issue, if you imagine like, if you've got a cousin or a small child uh, that you inexplicably are taking to dinner. So let's say that you've got like a... Ten- <laughs> you're taking a baby to dinner. You're taking a baby to dinner or like a 10-year-old. Yes. And you've been left with them for the evening. At no point, you might say like, what kind of things do you like in case mm. they want some, they have an idea. Yeah, are you allergic to nuts? Are you allergic to nuts? And fish? Do you eat fish? Like mm. you might ask them if or they're like, I've always wanted to go to this place, whatever. But you would at no point, if the child said to you, where are we going? You wouldn't say like, you choose. No. <laughs> you, you wouldn't put that on them. You would obviously know that in that situation, you are the one with the authority and no part of you, you'd hope that they had a good time or whatever, but at no point would you have that same like, ah, what will they think of me? Like they're 10. Yeah. Like you you don't question that same mindset. And like similarly, like you give that authority to people like older than you or cooler than you or whatever. You yeah, you've ascribe, placed yourself yeah, yeah, down yeah. like lesser than everyone else. You've placed yourself, you've chosen to put yourself lower down the ladder. Oh, um, you're not. 
because that's also nice because then I think when people say, be more assertive, they think, oh, so I'm supposed to be a bit mean. A bit mean, yeah. I don't want to do that. Actually, it's not. It's just about being like, okay, what, what do I... What do I want? Actually, what do I want? What do I want? And what why I want have I placed myself so far down this ladder? Uh, is it because I'm afraid of these people above me? Is it because I like why have I put myself worth so far down here? Like, what yeah. is the reason for that? I think it always comes down. To, like, we always think it's about like saying no to doing a job you don't want to do, whatever. But it's actually about being like, why is why am I so low? Why am I so low down here? It's actually here? about asking yourself, why are you so low? Why am I so low? Um. Okay. Now there's an assertiveness test. Mm-hmm. That is very long. So I've picked sort of six questions. Yeah. Quite rudimentary. Absolutely. But are you assertive? <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. Are you assertive? Yes or no? But um, you can play along if you're listening and just think about it in your head. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, let's try it. I'm ready. Okay. You're at McDonald's. Ooh. That's the end. Okay. Um, and you order a chicken legend burger with mayonnaise, but they give you one with salsa. That's, I guess you're saying you don't like salsa. Anyway, you would A... Accept it since you sort of like salsa anyway. Okay, that answers that question. <laughs> B, angrily refuse the burger and insist on seeing the manager to complain about the poor service. C, call the waiter and indicate you ordered your burger with mayonnaise. Uh, I mean, they don't have waiters at McDonald's, so who wrote the squares? But I would C, and, and there would be no question in my mind. And I, would just, and I wouldn't have to make a scene or call the manager, but I would just say, oh, I'm so sorry. That's wrong. It's actually with mayonnaise. Yes. I've got friends who don't do that and they'll get a coffee, it'll be cold. Mm. That's the one that always comes up. Coffee, cold, like, oh, it's a bit cold. You're like, go and ask them to heat it up. Go and ask them to heat it up. No, 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 no. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just paid three pounds for me, you're not going to drink. And so this one, we are very unanimous on the, like, on this one. Yeah. Of like, it doesn't even cross my mind. Yes. And I think... And if it's crossing your... If it would cross your mind, that is the most easy one to knock out. They are being paid by the hour to at least do the thing that you've asked them yes. to do. At they the very don't least. care at all. Yes. There is a difference between like, it's somebody's market stall and a little man who's worked his whole life making something and he's giving something that's horrible and you don't want it. And, and you, don't, you don't want to upset him. You don't upset him. Understandable. But somebody at McDonald's... Or Starbucks. Could not give, or, or, like, Starbucks yeah. could not, or just any old coffee shop, like could not give one shit. And also, they didn't drink it or taste it. Like They don't know that it isn't good. Yes, of course. And this comes from me and Stevie spending years and years in, in service. <laughs> years and years in the army. Years and years. And when you when you when you've served it in, in, in Nam, you, you know a thing you've know a thing or two. No, years and years in catering that you you know, when somebody says this is gold or this is hot or whatever, especially like politely, no part of you is like, What a horrible person. You you would if they like shouted at you or whatever. But just the actual If you do it in a nice the, way, the, act, the actual fine. because you haven't you didn't eat it. You don't yeah. know. It's completely passed you by. You're just trying to get a million orders out a minute or whatever. So that one for me, if there is a capacity for the way that I feel about returning the mayonnaise chicken mm. McLegend <laughs> yes which is absolutely no emotion whatsoever wouldn't even question it if it's possible to feel like that about choosing a restaurant then there's hope there is hope there's absolutely hope look Tessa can't choose a restaurant to save her life but she'll send her burger back and you can as well essentially yes question two question two you are a customer waiting in line to be served suddenly someone steps in the line ahead of you you would A let the person be ahead of you since he or she is already in line B pull the person out of line and make him or her go to the back C indicate to the person that you are in the line and point out where it begins uh, C again have you seen the film Blindside no it's got Sandra Bullock in it and it's about uh, it's a true story about them this like very um, Republican 
family, mm. um, very white, uh, taking in this enormous black kid who's like six foot five and he becomes this phenomenal football player. Amazing. It's quite sweet. It's really sweet. But she is like the epitome of like, they're in, in a queue somewhere and somebody cuts. And then she just like really kicks off in a really quite cool way mm. that makes you be like, oh, you don't have to shout or be rude or swear, but you can just like put everybody in their place in a way that everyone's like, oh, that was cool. I think saying like here. the queue starts there is a good because I've done that before where I, I've gone into a queue and someone's been like oh the queue starts there I'm fine with that yeah. I'm, I'm not like oh my god I better leave like you're fine whereas if you yank them out and shout at them that's mm. stupid like, yeah 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 <laughs> and do I've that. definitely seen the like under the aggressive tutting or like oh, yeah. under your yeah. breath like, and then the person who has cut in is like what, what's that you want to what's that even though they know they're wrong now suddenly we're having a huge fight yeah because there's no need to be so aggressive about someone cutting in front of you in but queue. I would be Sandra Bullock and be Sandra Bullock say, and blind. first watch Blindside first watch Blindside then I would just sassy be, be like oh I'm sorry right a friend drops by to say hello but stays too long preventing you from finishing an important task you would A, let the person stay, then try and squeeze your work in later. B, tell the person to stop bothering you and get out. I mean, come <laughs> on. C, explain your need to finish your work and request that he she visit another time. I actually would do A here because mm. that happens to me all the time. I'd be like, oh, but I was supposed to go to that party and then I'll just go even though I can't, mm. I don't have time and it's really ups- and I need to stay. I'd be like, oh, but they'll be sad or like, I can't mm. tell them to leave. That's a really hard one. I think it's that balance of like, what is the most important thing in this scenario? Yes. And I think you're right to identify that yours is more skewed towards helping somebody else. Yes. And if it is, then you should start just practicing some self-care, guys. Right? That's the buzzword of apparently the whole But I think time. if they're a proper friend, if you can't say to them, please leave. <laughs> then Yes, if they're on the periphery, though, like, they're like a yeah, periphery, periphery friend, friend. It's tricky. Now. A grey one. So now they're the sort of question, that, that's kind of the vibe. Yep. And that's the very like standard, isn't it? That's a very like, would you do this? Would you do that? And if I think people do fall into one of two categories, people who are like absolutely fine with sending something back, absolutely fine with taking clothes back. I get a bit, I'm, I'm a bit less than you are mm. because I still get nervous when I take clothes back. Mm. Even though I've bought it, it doesn't fit and I'm taking it back, which mm-hmm. is the complete right avenue to yeah. go down. I'm frightened always that they'll go, I actually practice what I'm going to say. Okay. So that um, when they go, and what was wrong with it? Um, in my head for about 10 minutes while I'm stood in queue, I'm going, oh, it didn't fit. No, it's too big. The arms were a bit short. No, that sounds weird. And I do that a lot. And then when, they, when it actually happens and they go, what's wrong with it? I'll go, I didn't fit. And then they go, fine, because they don't care. They don't care. Crucially, they don't care. But that's, that's okay. I think I do a similar thing. Oh, yeah, do you? Okay, great. So it isn't just me. Just practicing saying like, oh, it wasn't... You've got a reason in your mind of, and you're ready to say, oh, it wasn't quite the right size. Yes. Now, but the thing is, is about being passive in other situations. So at the end of the quiz, basically the A of that quiz, mm-hmm. as in the first answers, the ones that were literally like, just accept it, that you're obviously a very, very passive person. B, ang- being angrily, like angrily refusing the burger and insisting on saying the manager, you're a naturally quite aggressive person. Yes. And then C is kind of what you want to be aiming for, which is that you're just assertive without kind of rocking the boat too yes. much. And rocking the boat unnecessarily, yes, I think, absolutely. Is, the, is the crucial thing. And they've given some tips for people who feel a bit like they're passive to be more assertive. And the tips aren't just about taking clothes back or burgers. They're like more broad and okay. I, I quite like them. Yes. So I really do think that this is an important one. Give your opinion. Say whether or not 
for example, you liked a movie you saw and why without waiting for the other person to yes. give their opinion. Okay. And I think that's something that we can all practice. So um, with films, I'm very happy. I saw a film last night. My cohabiting flatmate really enjoyed it. I was a bit like, oh God, it's just, I'm fed up of seeing this sort of film. It was very gritty, real. Women are treated like crap. There's a sex scene that is was sort of a rape scene. No, it wasn't. It was um, Lady Macbeth. It's actually a very good film, but um, it's, it, it, I just wasn't in the mood to watch yeah, something absolutely. like that. I didn't want to watch another woman be trod down and then kill people. I was just like, I can't be bothered. Um, and I'm very happy to say that and be very vocal about whether I enjoyed a movie or whether I didn't, regardless of what anyone else has said. Yes. I, last year, started going to see to see plays and theatre for mm. basically really the first time since like uni. And then at uni, it'd just be like, oh, look, my friend Paul's in it. And oh, that yeah, was the yeah, review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who cares if it's good? Because there's Paul. Yeah. Um, but Paul's wearing a hat, isn't Paul's he? wearing a hat. Or he's not wearing a hat. Yeah. And then afterwards, we get drunk and we discuss the hat. Yeah. And, and you go, that was nice. If it's an actual piece of art at the interval at the theatre, you're expected to chat about whether you like the play. Mm. And I don't know enough. And I would always wait until... Um, the person I was going to see the play with said something and then I'd be like oh good yes me too I didn't like it or like oh okay yeah and I would never give my opinion and I think um, that's just a very rudimentary example to show that you can have opinions on some things that you'll be more comfortable with giving but there will be certain elements of your life that you won't be giving opinions on I'm not saying the theatre is the most important but you know whatever the area that you personally feel like you aren't confident in yes practice set practice um when you do something when someone asks what you would like to eat when anyone want asks for your opinion on something practice just just giving it and you can actually start it says here just give sort of a ballpark like it doesn't have to be right if you say wagamamas you didn't really want wagamamas at least you've given an opinion you know it's just the act of asserting yourself i think important. if you get the wagamamas out early then we're still talking about the wagamamas 10 minutes later and someone's like well steve wants to go to wagamamas <laughs> and then you're like sorry sorry i didn't i didn't, I didn't mean like, it. i've gone back on that i'll go back on that and then if people keep being like well should we wagamamas then for stevie you know yes then that's that is tricky but the idea yeah, you've is got that something out there it's if you end up going to say wagamamas and everyone goes, oh, yeah, welcome up, it's great. And you sit down and you go, oh, actually, I didn't really want sort of pan-Asian fusion. That's okay, because at least you've, you've made an opinion. That opinion has changed, but you've practiced saying it in the moment when everyone's looking at you expectantly or we're all looking at each other expectantly. You've yeah, contributed. Yeah, yeah. And the point is, you need to contribute more. Maybe not over the top, but yes. Yeah, they don't have to be aggressive or rude or mean. You can just be middle of the road. You don't have to rock the boat. So you don't, don't have to come out of the yeah. play and be like, that was absolute dog shit. And <laughs> <laughs> to all the actors. To all the actors shouting it. You don't mm. have to say that. You can be like, I didn't love the writing or I didn't love this. Or Yes. Yes. And, you and, can and just get says, your opinion out there. And it says here, notice when you say, I don't know, I don't care, or it doesn't matter when someone asks you what you want. And practice saying what you'd prefer, especially on things that hardly matter because they're the simplest things to practice on. <gasps> oh, this is good stuff. My 100% mine is food. Food is yes. and where we're going and what to what. Because I, cause I, because I genuinely don't mind and I, I am just like, like I'm the same I just like be, being, being went, out being out yeah I'm glad we went somewhere together yeah yes. <laughs> I'm lovely yeah. but I so it's not like I'm harboring a deep resentment I want to be somewhere else like I just didn't have an opinion but I guess me pretending or pretending or convincing myself that I I think it is real that we just are quite content to go somewhere else. Yes, but it is more passive and, it, it, is and, it, and it puts passive. the other person in a powerful it, it, position. Exactly, in a difficult position. And if that person 
inhabits that um, that role quite easily, then suddenly, so say if it's like a relationship, yeah. and that and you're constantly going, oh, I don't know, really, oh, that's fine, and they're constantly having to think of things, then suddenly, then you've got actually got a power shift where yeah. then three years down the line, that person is just deciding what you're going to eat yeah. all the time. All the time, they make all the decisions. And then when you go, hang on, you go, well, you never said anything. You never said ever. anything. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's good exactly. To, like, so I'm going to start practicing. Oh boy, I'm going to be making some dinner dates. <laughs> I will not be hanging around with Tessa for the next month. I'm, <laughs> I'm insisting that we go for dinner. <laughs> Um, and I'll just be sat in work about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> for a month. Um, oh, yes, this is a good one. And this is good for like other things as well, as not just assertiveness, but it definitely works with, with assertiveness. Find a role model in your friendship group or at work or someone that you see fairly often who's good at being assertive, not too passive and not too aggressive, and see if you can imitate that person's best qualities. So if someone is assertive to you, if someone, um, when you ask someone's opinion, which if you are quite passive, you'll probably be asking people's opinion quite a lot of things, mm. see how they respond and and if it's something that you go oh yeah I can do that then just the next time then just emulate what that, that person said obviously you don't have the same opinion as them I mean frame it in the same way oh for example I consistently say yes to all jobs and then say yeah I could probably fit that in and then can't and um, I need to start being like no I can't fit that in can you maybe push the, the deadline back but that's my least favourite thing to do because I feel like it makes me look unprofessional however I've commissioned people who have said that to me and gone mm-hmm. sorry I've actually got this on this on this on and this on can I push it back three days and I've gone absolutely fine so what yes. i should do is i should look at those emails those people sent me and just just bloody do the copy same thing yeah. copy and paste them um, maybe use my name and the correct <laughs> person's email address certainly but, but yeah just copy them that's sandra helpful. bullock for example sandra bullock watch blindside always um and then the other thing which is not really a tip but it's just more of a reminder it's just your ideas and opinions are important um because we all as humans need to um express opinions and ideas otherwise we would all be sheep and so it doesn't matter if your opinion is wrong i think maybe we're worried that we'll go i like that film and everyone goes what oh you must have no taste in films Mm. but no one's thinking that because you will like another film that that person will like like no one no one is judging you um and your entire personality on that one opinion of where you wanted to eat what your what that film was and how your party turned out everything is judged if you look at it the other way you just judge things based on events you go oh um sarah didn't like that film oh that party was a bit odd but then you'll go to the next one you know somebody said to me the other day they enjoyed now you see me too was that the oh, shadow? Yeah. <laughs> sorry yes it was oh yeah the shadow <laughs> yeah the shadow told me the other day that he enjoyed now you see me too which is the worst film you've ever seen i've ever seen and it, while i went like gosh <laughs> I, my opinion about him as a person is absolutely unchanged and i was i just maybe put my head on one side and be like oh okay I was interested to hear to what bits of it he liked and to talk about it. Like yeah, that yeah. was my response to somebody actively and confidently saying that they enjoyed something that is categorically awful. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so like that I think will be you know you don't panic that people will but if he'd said like I didn't like it I would have I would have disliked him for his like Oh yeah, yeah, you'd be like, come on. I would have been like, come on, just say it. yeah, say. Yes, just say. Just say it. Don't and don't it, don't pussyfoot around me. In work things and in asserting yourself in terms of what you can do, what you can't do, what you want to do, what is not acceptable behaviour, say, that's also when it's the other way around, you never go like, I was bad that that, that, that person said that. You don't you just go, Oh, that person can't do that, or that person needs more time on that, or that person didn't disagreed with with my idea for that Mm. project for example I mean obviously if they disagree on literally everything you say Mm. then that's another thing that's not assertiveness is it no there was oh you're crying Um, (laughs) no no Um, 
Now, the third, I suppose we talked about two different types of assertiveness, but the third sort of realm of, of assertiveness mm-hmm. is when you see behaviour occurring mm-hmm. or behaviour is happening to you that is not okay. Yes. And that's the one that I struggle with the most. When we talked about catcalling on the catcalling episode, my default for years, as I said, was to just ignore and not engage. The amount of times I've been at parties... Not that like every time I go to parties, people are mean, but when they have been, every time I've just taken it or diffused the the mm. situation. If someone's being mean to someone else, I will always go to the person who the person's been being mean to, sort of like the victim of the situation, yeah. make them feel better, rather than call out the mm-hmm. behaviour. Because I just, for some reason, I just can't do it. And I, but I think an assertive person, um, I think I should. That's because I'm not very assertive in that capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? How do you feel about like that kind of? you know, behaviour aspect of it. I love a fight. Right, no, sure. And that's the end of the podcast. I've learned a lot. Um, I love one. Like, I would happily... You do, don't you? Yes. But that is because I genuinely enjoy conflict. That is not aimed at me. So someone else's conflict, like, I'm all in for getting involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, if it was really aimed at me and I knew I was in the right... If that's the thing about it, if I knew I was in the wrong, I would hate it. Yes hate it but if I didn't like the person and so it's quite a small Venn diagram when I'd actually enjoy a conflict but of course no no and then enjoying enjoying I'm totally in the right I don't like the person they're awful I'm looking for an excuse to yeah because you've had situations where we've been at parties and there's been like some guy or something or, or girl has said something like horrific and rather than being like I'm not talking to this person you've been like right here we go saddle up I'm, I'm getting into your psyche yeah and you've really like <laughs> about your mother them. yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that is interesting. But like in terms of like tips for being assertive when someone, I guess, um, has crossed some sort of line. Mm-hmm. I read a thing on Psychology Today. I mean, it was called What Mentally Strong People Do to Deal with Snarky Individuals. Lovely. And there's just three things which I thought might help. But at the same time, you're not going to be able to be assertive in all areas of assertiveness so I guess work on as many as possible but if you really can't do any of these and you're like I just I can't then that's I think fine. start with the chicken salad sandwich yes and then work up work up to world domination take back things in large corporation chains that are wrong yes and work up from there yes um so a mentally healthy strong person who is dealing with snarky behavior number one they don't give away their power and I think that's very important important you don't let the negative snarky comments ruin or even affect what you're doing so an assertive person doesn't necessarily have to call it out so if someone's like makes makes a just a shitty comment at you Mm. an assertive person doesn't necessarily have to go excuse me that was a shitty comment please leave but they will choose how they react to it Mm -hmm. inside you can so ignoring it is often the most assertive um, response if you know it's not really worth it. It's basically the equivalent of being like, mate, it's not worth it. Mate, mate, it's not worth it. That. In a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then tip number two is when you are speaking up to use like soft um, words like, I noticed then that um, this happened. Why was Ooh. that? Rather than being like, that was wrong and you shouldn't do that because Lovely. that will incite aggression. Yeah. Putting yourself into it, saying you notice behaviour and questioning it. Also, you back down that sentence with, I noticed then. And that's like, rather than being like, you are wrong and ad- making it a, a violent attack on somebody. Yeah. You've been like, can I just tell you what I've noticed here? Yes, you're like a scientist observing. I'm, just, I'm purely scene. observing here and there's nothing to fight here. Which I think is especially strong if the comment is aimed at you. It's quite easy to just notice when there's um, conflict with two other people because you're not involved in it. But if you're literally being aimed at you and you go, 
I've noticed you just said this, and I don't feel like that's accurate. Mm-hmm. That's way more direct, isn't it? Yeah, because then you've said you've noticed something, and I'm like, hmm, is that right? I'm thinking about it in a sort of clinical, scientific way, rather than being like a feeling the a brunt of the attack. I'm yeah. merely thinking about the thing I've said. And I think, and then that's what the, the third point is, which is just remove emotion out of it and, and be an observer. Like, mm. if you are emotionally assertive, you will naturally be aggressive. Because... Like we just said, like well, like you opened the podcast with being like, "Hello!" Like you just—that's yeah. what assertiveness is. But actually, it's not assertiveness. No. Is just being—it's basically that person that we all know who's like really calm, really confident, and you just wouldn't mess around with because mm. they would tear you a new one. But they, they say, wouldn't really. What are you doing that for? Yeah, like oh, that was a disappointing reaction to that, or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Oh like, god, good burn. Um, Gosh, that was disappointing. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Too much. It's too much. They are the least likely to be in an argument mm. that you probably have never seen them shout or get angry or whatever. But they will tell you when something is is not okay or when behavior, like, or even just like going, that wasn't okay. Like that's probably my favorite phrase that I don't do because I'm very emotional. So I'll be like, that's not nice. Why have you done that? Whereas actually in my head, I wish I go, that's not okay. Because that's just such like a simple way of putting it that asserts that you've noticed something you don't think it's okay you've not suggested that they do anything about it because something really to do they just shouldn't do that again that sort of thing once at a party room about 15 somebody's cool quite cool older brother was there and a lot of people in the living room or just naturally assertive and aren't they already they're older. Like, already super cool <laughs> it's like talking to somebody in the living room we're probably all sharing one beer and uh, <laughs> and he, he's talking to somebody somebody across the room a boy is like it makes I couldn't even begin to tell you what the joke was, but like either does something or says something that's like rude or silly or sexist or makes some kind of like weird, makes some bad joke. Yeah. To which the brother, not even part of that conversation, just from across the room went, not cool, dude. And like went back to his beer. And people talked about it. I mean, still now. Yeah, I mean, look. People talked about it for years and we did it to each other constantly. And it was the ultimate, like the coolest the coolest burn in the world because like the, situ- the situation is immediately diffused. There was nowhere to go. There was nothing. That's what it is. Guy, There's nowhere to go. That is guy there? was just egg on his face, feeling the hot, hot shame yeah. of the thing he'd done. Because you've just what you've done there to go back to opinions is he, that guy has just stated his opinion. He's not afraid that someone will go. I thought it was cool, actually, dude. Because no yeah. one's going to. No one's going even up. if they did, then that person would look stupid. Yeah. Imagine if he'd gone not cool, dude, and someone else went. I actually thought it was cool. <laughs> and then, uh, you'd just literally be like. What? You'd, you'd shrug and you'd be like, okay, and you'd okay. leave the room. Yes. Yeah, it so was... It's the perfect, yeah, it's the so perfect... be way just, the older brother. Yeah. Be the cool older brother at the party of your life. And assertiveness is not saying uh, no to everyone and yes to everyone. It's it's just stating your opinion on something, whether yes. that is someone's behaviour, whether that is... It's basically, it's basically inserting yourself into the situation and filling your role as a human being rather than being like, no, I am less than that. Yeah. Like, again, there needs to be a name for this. What is the name of the little um, slime people who are in Ursula's uh, sea palace just little mermaids oh Oh, wow (laughs) that's the name of it like as in the the mer people who've been shrunk shrunken mer people yeah shrunken mer people shrunken mer people's souls rather than being like a shrunken mer person's soul you should be a mer a a mermaid mer person be a full mermaid I have one final thing yes Um, that psychologists suggest that uh, unassertive people in unassertive situations uh, bury them so bury the thing that has happened and hold on to them and then they explode at a later date oh so it's actually really bad for you it's to be pr- passive it's really bad for you so you that can probably remember times that you were passive or yes. you didn't say something but you probably can't remember any times that you were assertive 
No. You can not... Uh, because it's just out and you've done it. And maybe a time that you could remember that somebody else was passive and you helped them be assertive. Yeah. You could probably remember that. But there's nothing you can remember when... Because that didn't feel assertive to you. That just felt like your day-to-day. Yeah, you're just saying a thing. You just said your thing. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't occur to you. But your passive stuff, the when you didn't suggest where to go, you didn't... You said, I don't mind. You said, no, that's fine. You, d- you let something go. You bury each and every one of those inside you. And then they explode out. That's at a later crazy. date. Also, similarly, you will remember when you were aggressive. Mm. So actually, basically, both sides of it yes. are more... But the passive... Just punch my microphone. Um, and it just... Yeah, and I would probably just breed more uh, passivity. Yeah. And then I, I can't imagine someone who's incredibly passive would end up like... I know this sounds really over the top, but you wouldn't be... In, you wouldn't, you're just not going to end up living the life that you want to live. Yes, and then you explode in this like big argument and you can definitely see those times that you've done that or seen that argument oh, God, take yeah. place when you've been like... Yeah, this is exactly like the time that you said that when we went to Swindon. And everyone was like, what, in 1994? <laughs> like, why is that? Why is that possibly relevant? And of course, those memories to you are like so relevant yes. as, as times that are now like, the time that you did this, the time that you did this. And I kept quiet, and then I kept quiet about that, and I kept quiet about that. And, quite, and the other person is like, I don't even remember those. Yes. And yet for you, they're like, here's my shelf of the things. Yes, and it's actually not on that person to be psychic. It's up to you to exactly. say your thing. Yeah, my God, that's strong. I actually really feel that that was helpful because I thought, I, again, I, when we were going into this, I was literally like, well, I'm not really a CEO, so I suppose assertiveness isn't really for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that. We so much believe that's what it is. Whereas it's a guy can't stress enough how it's about going to whack a mummers. <laughs> or not. Or you not. Know? I am going to really, really genuinely work on this. I can't live my life like that. No. If you're listening, pick you. You must have, unless you're very assertive, in which case, incredible. Live your life. Well done again. Just, just bask. You've in smashed it the again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're not, if you're not assertive in some way, and you're listening, going, yeah, I actually do do that. I do withhold my, my opinion there, or I, I find it difficult to make a decision there. It's probably because you find the, dif- the decision difficult because you're not asserting your own opinion and you're not trusting yourself yes. to have one. I've never organised a holiday. Never organised a group thing. Oh. Never been on loads. I'm, I'm like, oh, lovely. Yes. Thrilled to be here. I'm a good guest. Like no one needs a good guest we wanted you to be the boring organizer bit obviously be that bit i've never done it never organized it because i don't trust that i would be good at or that people would like what i've chosen yes yeah yeah. the idea of someone being like hey do you want to put some music on honestly i would rather leave the room that's why tessa's doing a dj slot at my birthday in may she told me about it several months ago and yes i've been making a list every time i yes every time i because it makes me so nervous so every time she's gonna get over her fear and show a room of people maybe just me her opinion on music yeah, but it won't be my opinion on music. It will be... Your opinion on what other people might dance to. Yes, yes, but every time I've been at a party or heard a good song, I've written it down and been like, that was cool, I danced, I, that was a good song. So I That's feel... That's so but if, sweet. If you made me do it like now, I would... Oy. And I'd be awful. What would I do? Tessa, do a DJ set now! Yeah. Yeah, very So I've just got... But hey, I do I do enjoy music. Yeah, I do enjoy music. You know, so... Good Lord. I've got to just be like... Yes, hello. I'm it's not like Tess is doing a set and then everyone else is a professional DJ. Or I'm doing it in a DJ competition. Doing it in, exactly. You're doing it and then basically I'm just getting other friends to do it. I might do one, probably not. So there's no jeopardy there. It's just you're no, there's no reason there's why no you can't. There's no jeopardy in the in an office, yes. in a shared office where someone says, Hey, put some music on on the sh- on no, the No, of course there's not. No, literally zero jeopardy and yet Honestly. And all that happens actually is the next stage, which we haven't covered because you can't really cover it. You just have to be okay with it. Is that, yes, one time when you are assertive or you have your opinion, let's say um, in the office, you put on some music. Someone, Nigel in the corner is going to go, oh God, I hate Beyonce because it will be Beyonce if if I'm putting some music on. Nigel's comment does not mean that you shouldn't have put your music on. Mm. You need to be able to also 
be so on board with your opinion that, hey, it's okay to play Beyonce, that Nigel's comment should be like water off a duck's back because it doesn't matter yeah. because, all right, Nigel, what do you want to put on? Well, I don't like that, you know? So like yeah. there needs to be some flexibility and... The fact that you don't mind what Nigel thinks. Yes, you, you shouldn't, once you're assertive, you shouldn't also mind what comes after it, which I think is really, really yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah, that's a big part of and it. If you know it's not just that, the confidence then. putting it out. It's the confidence. It's me dealing with everyone booing my DJ set yes, and me being like, sticking with "Live it. your life, I'm loving it." You know, yeah, and, which and I the, will be. Cause the there main are good point choices. to remember when Nigel makes that comment: when you get booed off the DJ set, <laughs> um, and also considering it'll probably just be like three people at, at my birthday. I mean, why am I booing you? But I, I am. Um, the thing to remember is, is not the, that's not the point. The point is you should be proud of yourself that you put your opinion out there. It's like when you go for a job and you don't get it. You're not like, stupid Stevie for going for a job. No, you, you should be really proud that you went for the job. You didn't get it, but at least you put yourself out there. And I think that's the thing you should be mm. proud of. And I am going to boo Tessa no, all night. And that's the thing is, I don't mind if you do. No, but I'll obviously be doing it jokingly, and I won't. Um, so that's assertiveness. Um, please tweet us assertively if you have any comments, thoughts, just like pictures of yourself. I don't know, just like some fun things. Because it's, it's January. And anything assertive that you're working on? Anything that you've done that was assertive? Uh, or just nothing to do with assertive. If you've never been able to take something back in a restaurant or a cafe or whatever, yeah, that's true. do it. Oh my God, do Don't it. Don't just take back nice things. Like, yeah, not that you if like. That, if that's something you've never been able to do or that fills you with dread, do it. Start saying your opinions about things. If putting on the music in the office fills you with dread, put, just do it. Put them just on. Just do it. Unasked. Start get saying your opinions to things unasked. Yeah. Oh, say, I thought this, for say, example. And someone says like, oh, did you? And then be like, yeah. And then yes. have a discussion about it. Yeah. And see how it's not the worst thing in the world if someone disagrees with you or your your the, your the suggestion to go to Wackamambas is not thought of being a good one. This podcast was brought to you by Wagamamas. I mean, it is because I want to go to Wagamamas now. That's what's happened. Um, See you in Wagamamas, everybody. See you in Wagamamas and have a lovely week, guys. Bye. Bye.